without spoilers, I thought the Batman was tight. I thought it was really good. I thought every part was really freaking well cast. And I mean, I think it's the best Batman movie that's come out. Like, I thought it did a really good job. Like, like my favorite thing is that the movie just drops you in right away. Like, I don't want to. Sp- I, obviously, I don't want to spoil the opening scene, but like, it has one of the coolest opening scenes where like you don't know whose point of view you're getting, and you really feel like the danger in Gotham immediately, and like you're right in the middle of a case. Mm-hmm. And like they just do the relationship between Gordon and Batman super well, like, which I just really like that they were like partners in the movie, like and like they work together super well. I don't really have like a point that I'm getting to exactly, I but I just thought it was dope. But. That's 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 cool because one thing I I have like thought about when it comes to Batman is just how terrifying like Gotham always was in the cartoons, like yeah. Like, to the point where I was like, why would you ever live there? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's terrifying. Like, there's clown people and the splicer people from Batman Beyond. So that's cool. I feel like Batman Begins did that okay. But then I feel like the other two, until, like, I guess when, like, Bane takes over the city, that's that's scary. But, like, even when, like, the Joker's running everything, I'm like, it's just Chicago. It's not, like, yeah. it's, it's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> so and Yeah, it doesn't, like, that's something I really like about it. Like, it doesn't look familiar like it looks like just like a very scary city that like is like otherworldly almost like like yeah like you said like when you're watching the dark knight like it looks like chicago and in dark knight rises like it looks it, like pittsburgh like every one of them like, like yeah. it just looks like an american city and type I, thing i'm pretty sure like a lot of the dark knight rises is just straight up lower manhattan like yeah. the like city stuff is just mm-hmm. manhattan so it's like i don't know for some reason it's just not nearly as like impactful i feel like batman begins though is like really cool because it's a little bit more like underground yeah like i don't know i haven't seen it for a while so but that's yeah what i remember from it. i don't think there's a batman movie that i felt like yeah not like fear but i felt like on the edge of my seat sort of thing just in the way it's the story is because it is like a noir sort of yeah crime like it's not like a nolan um because if you watch like the nolan ones i haven't watched them in a long time but like it's obviously like super action centric yeah like Batman himself is like the playboy in that sort of his uh, persona is more developed than what we're getting with yeah Edward Cullen. There's so not much like, like depth Edward Cullen, to but it. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just trying to keep yes. me spoiled. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not trying to make it like this movie like made it a lot more like you see like the exact emotions of a Batman like and Batman is the actual main character. And he's almost in every single scene. Like, mm-hmm. Bruce is in it a little bit, but you actually get to see Batman and, like, the way this affects him and him kind of be unhinged and, yeah. like, young Batman trying to figure it out. But he still doesn't kill and do stuff like that, which is cool. But, yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, I think yeah. Sorry, go at ahead. At the very beginning, it really, like, what you were saying with the opening scene, but, like, the following scene, this is no spoiler, but, like, when he's doing like this monologue and he's explaining like yeah. I'm in the shadows like they like the just the idea of Batman existing is like enough to scare a criminal away. Yeah, I love that, part. which is really great. Yeah. I think like one thing that was really impressive is like how like good the monologues were in the movie. When it's like the back like at the very beginning of the movie and the very end, there's two really good monologues. Yeah. I feel like in superhero movies, those can come across as like super corny and like mm. you're like I don't need him to tell me this. So like. I thought that was really well done. Yeah. So, yeah. I really like that. Like, that they had, like, those little details in it. Like, 
like that Batman like has a journal that mm-hmm. he like journals every mm-hmm. day because he's literally like up like 24 hours a day in the city and like he's now struggling like to like remember what's going on right and like I don't think this is spoiler type stuff because it's not story heavy but he like uses like the lens that he has and like he like walks really slowly which I thought was a cool detail just to like capture every single detail and like, right when he's walking into a, into a crime scene and it just makes I mean it's like a, a good like use for it but it's also intimidating when like this dude walks in really sl- it's like yeah, the yeah. undertaker he's casing you know? yeah. every single yeah, thing yeah but he literally it's like very methodical to him like he's looking around at every single thing and then going back to the bat cave and reviewing every single detail right. all the time but it really, yeah, like it's said before, but this movie uses him as the world's greatest detective. Right. And it's just awesome to see him yeah, yeah. solve a case. That's like, definitely been like a critique as people are like, it's boring. I don't, and that's just like Marvel brain. Like it's unfortunate and it's, it sucks because everyone's like, Batman didn't smile. He's not joking around and just yeah. like, it sucks because also it's what people are looking at back with the previous trilogy is like, a lot of people came into it, like with that expectation. They wanted action right away, like all this stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know. I think it's just so much better. This, but I think this is the best Batman, like in temper- interpretation, other than maybe like, obviously a comic book or when they do it right in like an animated sense. Yeah. So, which is saying something because there's been like, I don't know, eight Batman movies, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to get. Like a fr- every take has been super different, which is cool. And, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is crazy that this far in this this one feels like the definitive Batman movie, right? You know, like after all these takes, what do you think, Laban? Well, first of all, the movie made me feel like Batman. <laughs> I have to throw that out there. Um, I mean, there's a lot to unpack. I feel like this movie is like the equivalent. It is what Spider Man Two is for Spider Man. Like this is. This is such like we're in the sense that I think Spider-Man 2 is such a Spider-Man movie. It just like adores the character and just like so many moments are just so Peter Parker, so Spider-Man. And this Batman movie just feels like we finally got a Batman movie. Yeah. Because I I don't know. There was someone that made a like I remember watching a video a long time ago that was talking about like all the past Batman movies Minus maybe Batman Begins, you always go for the villains. Like, that's who you go for. And Batman is always kind of a weirdly, like, a side character in his own movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, except for Batman Begins. But even Batman Begins, like, Liam Neeson is awesome. And Scarecrow. Like, and Scarecrow Cillian is great. Murphy is like, or Killian Murphy? Cillian. Wow, I think yeah. that's right. I feel like it might be Cillian. Mm-hmm. Char- I, Charlie Murphy is so good. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, like, my main critique with The Dark Knight, like, I think The Dark Knight's a great movie. Is like when Joker is off the off screen, like the movie drags, like mm-hmm. it just does, and it reminds me a lot of Silence of the Lambs. Whenever Hannibal Lecter is not on screen, it's just like, can we please get back to Hannibal? Yeah. And like for ba- for Dark Knight, it's like, can we please get back to the Joker? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and the but it shows how much of an imprint like Heath Ledger Joker made on the movie because he's only in the movie for like forty five minutes, like mm-hmm. I think overall. But this movie finally feels like a Batman movie, and like obviously Paul Dano is great as Riddler. Colin Farrell is so freaking good as I the penguin. I didn't even realize it's it was like he was the penguin. Yeah. It is like, ridiculous. So weird. It's crazy. Like I because he turned into Johnny Depp at the end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing was like I midway through the movie, I was just watching. I was just like, 
that's Colin Farrell. That's Bullseye from da- from Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the and I showed Chira, my wife, after the movie, and I was just like, "Hey, this is who played Penguin," and she was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> because it is. It's like that guy is handsome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell. There was like points where it was just like his like you could kind of hear Colin Farrell in his voice a mm-hmm. little bit. But for the most part, it was like, this is a different human being. And it's so, like, he was like James Gandolfini or something. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. it's crazy to see the makeup be that good. Like, even when, like, he barely moves his eyes or his mouth right. at all, all of it moves. But he's an incredible actor. What a he's renaissance awesome. for Colin. I no mean, kidding, like, dude. what a, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of people who've had similar trajectories as him, but, like, he's been in some stupid movies. Yeah. <laughs> but he, like, that movie Alexander was like regarded as one of the worst movies of all time about Alexander the yeah. Great. I really like that movie. Did you? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I've never I just seen love it. historical epic type movie. It's like big sword and sandal type ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty bad. But you know who's in it? Jared Leto. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. them. So Joker and Penguin in the same movie. <laughs> yeah. I do. Okay, I have a question, and um, this is the one. This is the one actor cast in this movie. That I was the most nervous about because I actually think he's an excellent actor and he's been in a lot of stuff, but I've always like it's hit and miss. How was Andy Circus in this movie? Oh, he's great. great. Was yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, it was there weird. Was, that he I'll, I'll say this. There wasn't a bad casting, I think. No, I agree. Yeah. Which he is a really playing, impressive. He was playing Caesar in this. Yeah. yeah. He <laughs> came yeah. But just the mocap suit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, he was really good. Honestly, he doesn't have a ton of screen time. Yeah. But like, he, they definitely leave you like, He'll be back and he'll be awesome. Yeah, I always, but, uh, yeah. When I like, I because I've caught a couple interviews with him and uh, they're like in this movie, like Alfred was like a soldier. He feels guilty for some things or whatever. And I don't know how much they actually cover that in the real movie, but I was just like, I wonder how much of the Alfred character is just gonna become like this amalgamation of Andy Circus being like, we need to give him more backstory yeah. than just being a butler. Which I'm like. I totally get that. But then I'm like, you can also, unfortunately, like get lost in the weeds on stuff like right. that, too. So I wasn't sure. I was like, that's the only thing I was kind of like hesitant. But yeah. I like Andy so much. They that- kind of reference that in this movie, like that he helped to train Bruce. Right. Uh, so I Which feel that's like cool. I feel I mean, like they're kind of trying to change like the like, I don't know if it was when Batman Begins came out, but at some point it just became that Batman became like an assassin in the Middle ninja. East or, or like in. Wherever yeah. in Japan mm-hmm. or wherever it was, and then over like the past ten or fifteen years, it's kind of become that Alfred is like this former military man that's like super BA and like helped to train Bruce. But yeah, I don't know. It it was definitely really cool to see him, and yeah, and he worked with Matt Reeves on the Apes movie, right. so they it was cool to get him like in an actual role, not playing an ape or yeah, just not something crazy. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, does he call Bruce Master Bruce? Or just, I actually don't oh, think he don't did. Know. Or just Mr. Bruce. I don't know. I think he says Mr. It's Wayne. crazy the few scenes that he had, and all of his scenes were like out of this park, awesome, like emotional scenes with Bruce. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just great. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's just a, such a different approach to who was the previous Alfred? Michael, Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael Caine. Are really awesome. technically uh, <laughs> Jeremy Irons? Jeremy Irons. These are pretty funny. He's like, I found a ruby. Yeah, the Michael- size of a, lem- of, of a tangerine. <laughs> he was a great <laughs> Alfred, <laughs> but it's just different. When, like- when Layden was talking about like Joker not being on the screen, the only other person in that movie that carries it, I feel like, is Michael Caine. Because yeah. yeah. he yes. has like the most emotive and like just yeah. he, his, 
He's he has a lot of gravity on screen. He does. I, whenever Michael Caine's on screen, of course I'm like, look, it's Michael Caine. I don't yeah. think there's Alfred. There's the uh, the dad from what uh, Inception or whatever. Like I don't. Yeah. Think, right. I just am like, oh, I wonder what Michael Caine has to say. <laughs> Michael this Caine is- lives in this house. Exactly. <laughs> 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 and so it's like here he is. Why um, isn't there an Alfred movie? Is like what you're wondering a lot true. of times because <laughs> he is he does have a lot of gravity towards him when he's yeah. on screen, and I think Andy Serkis does have that. It's. It's cliche, but it's like when he's on screen, you're always wanting him to be on more. Like, yeah, you're like, when am I going to see Alfred again? Like, there's a scene where like uh, Alfred, obviously, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to see him on screen for a while now because something bad has happened. But then you see him like right after that, and then it's like one of the most powerful scenes I think in the whole movie. Like when it's him and Bruce, and it's just like Bruce is kind of confronting him, and like you're like, things are you know, developing. So yeah. I think that's honestly a turning point in the whole movie is when that happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And those two, they're going to definitely be working together a lot closely in the next few movies, which is cool. I, f- I feel like, but yeah. Have they confirmed sequels and everything? I think, I mean, I don't think they've said, cause like, I feel like whenever a movie is coming out, and they're doing press for something. They're like, "Oh, we're not even thinking about that yet. We're like, we're just yeah. putting out this movie." But I mean, there has to have been conversations and stuff because they're doing like that Penguin TV show, mm-hmm. and they're doing like an Arkham TV show, and a bunch of stuff. So, I think I think the if they're gonna be it's gonna be a trilogy like at this point. But like, it seems like most like the storyline is all like fluid at this point. Yeah, like it just depends on what they want to do. They seem like they have control over everything. There yeah. is a big like reveal at the end of the movie. Yeah, to kind of segue into the next or the a third yeah. movie, like the ending in the movie, like you know, there's going to be something coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, danger is brewing right. in yeah. Gotham. There's yeah, things are percolating around there, and mm-hmm. Nick yeah. Fury shows up. It was weird, but <laughs> he drops it. <laughs> it's honestly kind of something like that. It's yeah. kind of like it is kind of like a, that. A, a, but I like that it wasn't an after credits thing. You mm-hmm. know, it was just like in the movie. Uh, we don't. We definitely aren't going to spoil this for anybody. But yeah, it was just like in the movie. It's it kind of like really the Joker cool. card getting handed at the end. Yeah, of kind of Batman like that. Begins. Kind of like that. Yeah. The, I also shout out to like Matt Reeves, one of my favorite directors. Did the Apes movies and this Batman movie. But I feel like he, like most directors, when you do like a, when you do a superhero <laughs> movie, even Chris Nolan or any of these Marvel people, it's like they're doing this movie to get to another movie. Or they just did a really good movie, and Marvel like is like oh, come and make a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like the lady that did Nomadland and immediately went and did Eternals, or the guy that did uh, Fruitful Station and Creed, and is now only doing Black Panther movies and stuff like right, that. Yeah, so it's just cool that Matt Reeves like is this passionate about Batman and wanted to make the best Batman movie, and like I don't know, Chris Nolan just didn't really like. He was trying to make a cool movie that happened to have Batman in it. Right. Kind of like you were saying, Laban. Like, it's not like he was trying to make the best Batman movie. There was other stuff yeah, going on. It was on. like, well, I really want to make The Prestige, so I guess I'll make <laughs> Batman Begins. And exactly. I really want to make Inception. So one I guess for them, I'll, one for me. Yeah, the Dark Knight. And I yeah. really want to make Interstellar, so I guess I'll make The exactly, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, 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 it's like literally like exactly how it happened. Yeah, <laughs> so, and Matt Reeves, it's like he got committed to doing The Batman after Ben Affleck left. And now he's only doing that. He's doing the right. Batman, and he's doing all these Gotham shows, and he's going to do all these sequels. Well, probably. I'm glad least. that you guys like the Batman, and we just spent like 40 minutes. Well, talking I want to ask it. one more thing about one more movie thing. Yes. Do you guys think this is a superhero 
little superhero discussion we can have about movies. Do you think that the MCU is negatively affecting every superhero movie that's going to come out from now on? Like, you know, I'm talking about like everyone's expectation is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be like an MCU MCU movie because we were just so exposed to like them putting out the only good superhero movies for it's I guess it's 15 years since Iron Man came out. In between yeah. then, we got a couple good X-Men movies, a couple bad X-Men movies. Yeah. I, you could you could say that it's bigger than that. Like, it's the MCU has affected all movies. All movies. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, the, rather than just superhero movies. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, yeah, nothing makes mo- money. Right. Unless, it's like the last big movie, like Iron Man came out, and then it was like Avatar in, 20, in 2009. And then mm-hmm. that was like the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a few pirates movies that did well, but that's still Disney. Yeah. So yeah. still going in. Well, that's kind of what I was talking about with like MCU and like Marvel and Disney has like negatively affected like media literacy, like being able like that was the whole thing with like Licorice Pizza in my mind, whereas like people were not able to accept the movie where like there was not good versus bad and like someone may have had a yeah. bat, an alternative motive or people were being manipulative or like right. all these things are happening and like people are like but where's the good guy versus bad guy situation gonna happen yeah. and like that's been just like all the biggest movies in the past 15 years have had that like thing happen so I yeah. don't know I think which sucks <laughs> that our brains are mm-hmm. being like rotted like that yeah I think like because Licorice Pizza was very much like a movie where you're just hanging out with people for like two hours and like once upon a time Hollywood was like that I feel like a lot of times when an MCU movie comes out people always have to be like well this is like the MCU's uh, adaptation of a heist movie (laughs) or this is MCU's movie like of a comedy like it's like (laughs) yeah that they have to like put it in a box because like it's so hard no that's not even it it's not putting in a box it's just like we have to find something that's similar to it or it's like a way to defend it where it's yeah. like, well, this one's better than this last one because it was different in this way, I guess. I don't know. Well, I even think when like there was even a switch when like Guardians came out where like people or Marvel or Disney was like, oh, we can make like a comedy. like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, we can run with this now. So and I, from that point on, I felt like there was more like comedy in Marvel movies like like sprinkled in because they're yeah. like, we made a funny one. So. I don't Why know. Don't we make what's 10 it, more what's it called? Ones. There's something in media. There's something in film where like you become more. Oh, it's flanderization. Like when you because they they talk about it in The Simpsons, when Ned Flanders went oh, from being yeah. like hi ho diddly neighbor, but also still being a fleshed out character to only becoming like Flanders, like the epitome of like just his like most extreme characteristics. Mm-hmm. And that's what's. I mean, the MCU's been around for 15 years. Like, by the end of it, I mean, like, I guess they've had their arcs for sure. And, like, the characters develop. I totally get that. I mean, like, it is cool. I mean, like, I can appreciate it as a fan, like, seeing, like, the growth of these characters. Mm-hmm. But there's also been some, like, flanderization of all of them. They went from, like, Tony being, like, the snarky, sarcastic one to, like, now all of them have the exact same sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. all are in on the joke. And I think that part of that is just a reflection of what people want to see. Um, people going to the movies don't want to be captured in a world they want the world to be self-aware that makes sense they right, want they want yeah. to, they want to have winks at the audience that says see we're in on the jokes we know what you guys have been joking about like mm-hmm. and i think that you know sometimes that works great and i think that we all enjoy it like there's parts like in the newest spider-man movie where i was like that's really cool that they like yeah that they like addressed a plot hole or something like that that were like 
or that they're in on the joke. It's it's fun and it's cute, but it also what to what you're saying, Laz. Like when media doesn't do that, you still have to like figure out like you have to be like literate and, and good enough to like understand that not all art is ironic art and not right. all art is inside jokes and meta jokes. So uh, yeah, I mean I I see what you're saying, and I think that what you guys are talking about that's kind of what reminded me of like just the. All the characters got the exact same sense of humor, right. and all of the jokes are the exact type of, of jokes. I, th- but. I think it can be done right, and it can be wrong. Do be done wrong with like winking at the audience or like working with like fans. Like the last Spider-Man movie was, or uh, whatever. I can't think of what it's called. No way home. No, no way, way home, home. Yeah. did an awesome job with it, where it's like, it's like what the fans wanted, but in yeah. a good way. And then you get the last Star Wars movie. Um, I am forgetting all the names. Right, of the Skywalker. Talk, Skywalker. We, Skywalker. No, we no, love it. Skywalker. It's yes. literally like written Skywalker as like home. fan fiction. Yeah. Like it's like doing all this fan service and it's terrible. Yeah. So, and that's like, it felt like they were force feeding like the entire time, like all the stuff that they want you to see. Mm-hmm. And that, and for <laughs> and the record, I think here's Lando. Here's the, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Disney. <laughs> Disney. Disney is please a, is clap. With, yeah. Please clap. <laughs> That's the thing. And for the record, I like like whatever all the everything that Marvel did, I liked. Like the whole cinematic phase 1 I liked. So, yeah. not to like crap on them, but You were only a phase 1 guy. Yeah, phase Just 1. The first six phase movies. 2 we'll kind of see how it's going. <laughs> oh, it, we're like in phase 4 now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if phase yes. well, first <laughs> three phases pretty good. Fourth Iron Man to Endgame mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. The the Infinity Saga. Yes, yeah, the Infinity yeah. Saga. I think it was good and then I'm interested to see what we're getting from here on out. But it's just, I think it's rotting our brains, like, it, in a sense, like, so. Well, I mean, we've talked about it before, like, just every film is a franchise film for something, like, right. or a remake, or, like, a reimagination, or it's, a yeah, yeah, an adaption, so it's hard. Now, what was the last brand new IP that came out that is, like, a new iconic IP that... I'll wait. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Uh, I'll wait. Like, Peppa Pig... Honestly, <laughs> it's Peppa Pig. I mean, it's all like kid stuff, but yeah, like, I mean, I guess there's like Invincible was kind of a big deal, but that's not like an iconic thing. Yeah, like I mean, that's been like that's a newer IP, but it's been a, this is the first, I guess, rendition in uh, like non-comic or graphic novel form. Yeah. So, and even then, it's like such a small nobody, like people know what Star Wars is. What. Batman Superman is with Invincible it's like a niche group of people know what that is yeah and even then it's like gonna be a really niche group of people to watch it because it's like not a um, stereotypical like superhero somebody's like yeah. screaming at our podcast right now like answering our question yeah, that we're, just, to, like, we're just throwing it out think. there to the ether and they're like you forgot you forgot <laughs> all these original you IPs. forgot Gremlins 1 and 2 uh, what yeah, about Gremlins. Master of Disguise uh, Gremlins I'm surprised has not been rebooted yeah or, yeah, Gremlins 3 in some way. <laughs> it will be. Just wait. But, like, yeah, how many more Ghostbusters movies will we get? That's the question. What was the last cool original movie? <laughs> I'm like, literally going to But you mean, like, Google. Blockbuster. Not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but are you like Are you saying, like, it can't be based off of, like, a book, based off of a comic? Like, original movie is the first thing. I guess either way. Not even that. It's, like, more, in my mind, it's, like, we've had, like, the Marvel... <laughs> Intellectual, proper, intellectual property and the Star Wars intellectual property for so long and it's been going on for like 50, 50 plus years now mm-hmm. like where we've it's happened over and over again like there's nothing fresh like you know what I mean like 
Yeah. As far as, you know, like a sci-fi sort of, um, or, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Will Smith made Gemini Man a few years ago. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> honestly, the Avatar terrible. movies are honestly probably the, the freshest that I can think of, like... But even that was, like, the Pocahontas story. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it was different, but it was very much Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves or that type of story. I don't know. I mean, it'll, it would take us a while to probably think of anything that would come close. If, if Avatar like, 2 is about a spaceship that runs into a meteor, it's just literally <laughs> Titanic in space. <laughs> like, we riot. Yeah, because even when I think about Rick and Morty, I mean, that's a... That's just that's back to the future. Yeah, that's just future Doc riff and that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything, everything's just a parody of something previously or like a reboot. So I think the main original, original is like property is probably the Good Brothers show. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So, and that's what you're listening to. I wanted to talk about Funko Pops. Oh, okay. yeah. Heck yeah. Let's talk about right. Funkos. I like how if you get a Funko Pop, once a man buys a Funko Pop, he's like, I need every Funko Pop. <laughs> right? I, once I buy one, I want to be buried in them. I want to buy into Funko Pops <laughs> until I'm imprisoned in my Funko Pops. I want to die <laughs> in Funko Pops. I want. You know what? Is there a Xenomorph fun- Funko Pop? <laughs> what, did they make? If there hmm. is a, is there a Goofy Funko Pop? Oh, of course, sure. there's a Goofy Funko Pop. <laughs> they, make, they make Sesame Street ones, and they're yeah. terrifying. It's weird how I, I will say when it because okay. Um, put this in context here tia makes clay stuff so she makes like lanyards it's a part of her side hustle it's her business so she makes like charms and bracelets and keychains and lanyards for teachers and all kinds yeah, of we're stuff we're not gonna t- sorry to you we're not gonna name the actual your we actual business no uh, we no, cannot we cannot associate no free advertisement <laughs> <We> can- <laughs> if you want your, the name of your your business to be on here we you can't gonna- associate it it's more for her good than ours yeah <laughs> right. so they she, know that she part. does make them but we'll never name the we'll business. never name let's just say it's clay and um maybe sure maybe if name. some names and uh, <laughs> oh if you scramble the letters of her business it's a very hot topic right now in the world that's yeah, the capital so she's been getting a lot of hits on google <laughs> for people having typos no i'm just kidding anyways um but when people ask her to do like a character or something like that like i always like just read well not i don't I always, I don't always. I just recently was like, you should just look up the Funko Pop version. Right. It's super simple. And what I noticed as we were Googling things is that like normal humans as Funkos are kind of like, I mean, fun looking and cute, but like, like, like (laughs) the puppets from Sesame Street and like like, animals are terrifying looking. Like they look Mm. so creepy and like soulless and dead. Anyways. And so I, I don't get, do you have Funkos? Does anybody in this room have a Funko? No, I don't have one. No. Probably they never have, will. They just have dark black beady eyes, <laughs> so they're staring at you all the time, and you can't play with them. You know, they're not like action figures. Yeah, you got to like, keep them boxed up. <laughs> they must remain boxed. <laughs> it's that collecting culture has really ruined yeah. toys, kind of. Yeah. So, it sucks. I don't even know if people consider a Funko even a toy. Is it anyway. a toy or is it? Just I don't think so. I don't think the people that get are getting them are no, using they're like them an art piece. But yeah. it kind of sucks because it's like. It's like the the boxes aren't even aesthetically pleasing to me. Like no. it's just no. a white box f- that says who is it. Who they it fit is. next to each other. Really That's true. They though. stack. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they stack great. Right. Yeah, I mean you can I'm fill just, a wall with those very <laughs> quickly. Unfortunately, I'm just yes. a box. Yeah, yeah. literally a box. <laughs> Maybe some Funkos. Some it's Pokemon like a three cards. and a half by three and a half. Yeah. It, okay, like that does make me frustrated though, because it feels like Funkos have kind of, and maybe it's just because I don't go down 
toy aisles as much as I used to as a kid, obviously. But have they killed the action figure game? Like no, well, do people still action buy figures kind of suck now too? But. They do suck, but that's the same thing. Collecting like people like are buying action figures to event to for it to retain value. Like everything mm. is seen as like a long game, which kind of sucks. But that's just like what collecting has become. So. Yeah. You can't. I don't think you can. You can get Funkos. Period. At like, if you go to like a Walmart, you're not gonna find Funkos. Because you can find them at like comic book stores. Yeah, that. sure, but like, but yeah, it's like it's they're not like, the rare ones or not right. what people want. Or I just think that I don't know. They're not meant to. They're not really not meant to be like accessible. They're meant to be a collectible. So yeah. it's like, well, the problem with them is like all these people are gonna be like, man, Funkos. They're gonna be rare someday. Like they're gonna be worth something. But they're just never gonna go out of style, <laughs> and we're going to keep buying them. Yeah, up. that's true. And, and then you're going to die with your yes. collection. Well, that's, that's a good thing for collectors, Laban, <laughs> because just... if it, if it never goes out of style, the original ones just retain value because they're not gonna re- keep making them. Oh, that's but true. But what you what you would want is like a Beanie Baby situation where something goes out of style, then it's completely worthless. Yeah. But the oh, Beanie Babies okay. eventually, I feel like you run out of species to make a Beanie Babies yeah. <laughs> with, with Funkos. They will continue. I mean, because there's new Marvel movie every year. There's yeah. a new something every year. They just have to get in the. Li- it's yeah. just a licensing. This licensing is Rick play. with a different haircut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is Rick as a pickle. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just it's it's gonna run its course like all collectibles run their course, but it's like whether or not it retains value is up to it's it's different because it's a more expensive collectible. Like with a Beanie Baby, it's not expensive. With baseball cards, it's not like necessarily expensive. Whereas like. I don't know the the cost of a Funko Pop. I'm assuming it's like twelve ninety nine, maybe. I think they're more expensive than that. I think they're look like twenty up. bucks, but sixteen ninety nine, something like that. Right. Yeah, put look your, up, look put up, your bets it, in. Look up the uh, over under. Uh, I sorry, what is it? Over under eighteen fifty. What's the rarest Funko Pop of all time? Probably like the a most expensive one or something like that. Probably so. Let oh, me go. Wow. To, let but, me go to. But action figures right now. now are so like tiny. Yeah, I they feel are. Like. Well, it's interesting because I've seen a Funko Pop of. Post Malone and it's twelve bucks. <laughs> okay, and then I've yeah, seen, seen, right seen a Funko Pop of Sasuke from Naruto and he is forty bucks. Yeah, some are like, <laughs> hey, hey man, hey. the, the prices prices do range. Let's go to sort by highest price on eBay. <laughs> this, is yeah. a, this is such a waste of time. Funko <laughs> Pop. <laughs> this is interesting. Funko Pop ta- tax mas- task masker. Tax ta- master. You guys know what I'm talking. You know task. Yeah, we tax man. Yes. Um, from what, what was from he Black in? Widow. Black Widow. Um. I don't know even know what number this is. <laughs> Let me help you out. <laughs> is that nine? Is that a billion dollars? No, that's <laughs> one billion dollars. <laughs> I, I will say I'm dyslexic. Who's selling that? Elon Musk? <laughs> no, this would be nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, this would be hundred thousand. This would be nine hundred ninety nine. That's a million dollars. Yeah. It's right under a million dollars. Okay, obviously, let's buy it now. I mean, let me check how many watches yeah, we go. got. No watches on that one. Let's check a realistic price. Twenty-five grand. That seems more realistic. My Clockwork gosh. Orange one. Um, twenty-five grand Vegeta. You guys don't play along at home. Go ahead and just go to yeah. Go eBay. ahead. Go ahead and go to eBay. <laughs> Type in sort, Pops. sort by the most expensive. Can you sell something oh, here, on eBay this, for a uh, billion dollars? You can sell something on eBay as much as you want. I'll go to sold. Items and then we'll know. Yeah, completed. I want to know the most recent sold comps. I mean, around the one that's ten grand is what. Oh some my of gosh, dude! Sixty five hundred, 
A Dumbo, Dumbo Funko Pop, sixty six thousand seven hundred fifty is what it sold for. So, <laughs> Dumbo, Dumbo, Dumbo as a reference to Laban's video about Dumbo. <laughs> Boba I'm Fett into him. sold for forty five hundred dollars. Eight bids. So those people wanted that one anyway. But yeah, action figures nowadays. Well, it's because what you're thinking about with action figures is a lot of them may have been um, made with better materials when we had them. Yeah, as kids, because we were getting the uh, '90s ones, and they were just bigger. Yeah, they're bigger. I mean, like Marvel Legends, like those ones we used to get. Uh, I don't even know. Or what, even like the Star Wars yeah. ones, yeah, like that were in those certain collections. Yeah. So, you're yeah. probably right. Plastic was just better back then. Plastic <laughs> was better. There was lead poisoning in it. Yeah, and you know it's better because it. it's still around. Yeah. New plastic, biodegradable. The Earth can consume it. True. Earth will never consume our old action figures. <laughs> toys are just for missing the, all the time because the for, Earth is consuming yeah. them. For better or for worse, mine, 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 mine. what was made 30 years ago will never go away. True. It will always be here, even <laughs> if it's trash. Yeah, plastic this day, these days, just too smooth. Yeah, I, I like agree. my plastic to have details. I, I like it to have sharp edges. Yes, I like to. I like to look at my old action figures. And I like to see Whitaker, our nephew, play with the Venom. And I want to think, like, yeah, if he if this was used incorrectly, he could hurt himself with this. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like to see, like, him playing with that toy that we've had since, like, 2004 and be like, it's holding up. Like, it's it fell apart one time, but, like, he's, like, using it more than we did, and it's still holding up even better than before. So mm-hmm. we, they just don't have, make it like they used to. We have turned into the they don't make it like they used to. I know. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's true. I mean, you're not. You're not. I'm wrong. in the biz of you're they don't not. make it you like are. they used to. So it's like this is. That's literally what I talk about with old people all day long. Yeah. Like when I'm out and about and it, with like someone who like collects antiques, that's all I hear about. Yeah. Yeah, they don't make it like they used to. Furniture, tools, the tool dudes. I'm always around. Like everything. Yeah. Everybody has their niche of old stuff, and they're like, they don't make it like that. Cool, to. you know, tool dude. The band. I do know Tool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good band. Yeah, I used to have a friend that only used to listen to Tool. <laughs> yeah, super Dude, fun to hang out with. Uh, have you Great heard hang. the song Schism? Uh, yeah, a thousand times. <laughs> do you even know what the time signature of Schism is? No one does. No. <laughs> Try clapping on the one. I dare you. <laughs> Definitely a weird time when it was just like I listened to Tool, Avenged Sevenfold, and all these bands. Like, why? yeah, I mean, I guess when I want softer stuff, I go to a Perfect Circle because yeah, perfect. it's the same singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Their music. I, mean, I like their music. I yeah. I remember when like. Uh, Multiple guys at, at Life Point back in the day would like they loved a perfect circle, and they were like, "Oh man, if only a perfect circle would get saved, <laughs> we yeah. finally have a good Christian band." Exactly. And I was like, "You guys don't listen to any good Christian bands." And, and I know at that time I don't even know what I listened to, but prob- probably Switchfoot. I don't know. <laughs> Just every Christian band. Every, every Christian or band. Every, no, I'm saying like every every all of band. Them. <laughs> I said the wrong thing. I was just saying, like, just imagine just listening to any band and just being like, if just one of them got saved, we could we could yeah. have them on our team. Exactly. And so I was yeah. looking at the Beatles and I was like, just one of them needs to get That's saved. That's like the classic story, the youth pastor story, where it's like, 
the quarterback. We were trying to get him to come to church all these times, <laughs> yeah. and he finally came and he got he got saved. <laughs> That's just, exactly what you're, we're feeling with you know the beat when we need a Paul McCartney to get saved. We just, Paul, we just need the quarterback. We just need the point guard. We, we need the PG. <laughs> God, don't give me a center. They have no influence. We need the most popular kid at the high school to get saved. It's just one kid with the Letterman jacket came to my yeah, exactly. Oh, I love that Lucas just said that entire thing not in his mind. Say it one more time because I was pretty funny. Only one kid with the Letterman jacket came to my youth group. Man, we need whoever, whatever kid has the most pins on the Letterman jacket. We need to get him here. All right, we've been talking about media, um, basically the whole entire app. It's been a very good nerd-heavy app, but we got to talk about the reality that is the Santa Claus is coming back. We, I, I think. I literally had a conversation with Tia like a few months ago. Like, they are never bringing Tim Allen back <laughs> to, to play no. Santa. It's, it can't happen. There's no way. Somehow, this man mm-hmm. <laughs> has revived his career. He's coming back to play Santa in a new series on Disney+. Plus. I haven't, like, read anything about it. I just know that that's the point of it. He's replacing himself. And so, I do think a good uh, exercise for us to do as people who have their ears to the ground and we know what Hollywood wants... But we also know what we want. So I we think it'd be are, a good we idea. Hollywood. Like we need Hollywood. to talk through who's the new Santa. And so here's... Uh, for one, what, one thing I want to say real quick. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you. No, you're Tim good. Allen is the new Santa Claus, but we're saying we want other people to be it. Well, Santa, <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen... He's coming back. He's coming back to okay. play his, his OG Santa. Mm-hmm. One... One thing I want to say about Tim Allen is, where was he October 2nd, 1978? <laughs> I don't know. You can... check some police records. I'm just going to leave that up to our listeners, but I just want to throw it out there before. This is what I don't think he should be our Santa Claus uh, off rip. And whatever you're uh, assuming about what happened that day, you're probably right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, I don't think he should have been our Santa Claus in the first place. If but, it, home okay. improvement, that's okay, fine. So I do, but I do, I, that's good that you brought up home improvement because I do think that there's a, there's a few things that go into choosing a new Santa. And one thing is um, what we learn from like the, what do you call it? Like the lore of Santa Claus within the movie is that when one Santa dies, basically the person who's present <laughs> takes, oh, on, the, takes puts on the coat. Oh, yeah, that's right. If you put on the that's coat, right. you become Santa. Now, did that man have to die for him to become Santa or could that Santa just take off his coat and put it on Tim Allen? Mm. I don't know. But it looks like they're changing the rules a little bit. You mm-hmm. don't have to kill Santa to become Santa. You just get the coat and then I guess Tim Allen goes back to just being normal Tim Allen. And I'm guessing Mrs. Claus goes with him. But this they never address like they never address what happened to the original Mrs. Claus they, they either. But not. we'll just keep moving on. Um, <laughs> she he may she <laughs> don't, don't yeah. want to know. When no. you widow when you widow Mrs. Claus, like she just disappears. The elves uh, <laughs> they ate her. They ate her. <laughs> yeah. Um which gets back to my Santa Claus as a Titan theory, but we'll, we won't address that. Right, in a bit, right, so. right. <laughs> so, uh, for all you Attack on Titan fans, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Santa Claus is a Titan. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving forward, we need to discuss who would be like our dream Santa. So, like, think about um, who you think would be the best Santa. But I also think we should address the fact that when you become Santa, it's kind of a curse. Mm-hmm. This could be a very good way for us to get rid of somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could make somebody be Santa. They'll meet the elves. They'll change for the better, like Tim Allen did in the movie. Um, and then maybe, like within this, we can also pick like what we think the Disney choice will be, because I think that that'd be a good like bit for us to do. Which is, you know, because we've already been talking about how contrived. Yeah, we've been <laughs> and, talking and mad how trash sad the Disney, Disney machine right is. And I think that we could probably do a pretty good job of predicting what they're going to choose. And you yeah, can okay. make it as much of a bit as you want. 
You guys want me to like start us off? Yeah, get us going. Okay, Go so which one do you want? Best Disney choice or like get them out of my life? Give me your Disney. You can do both. Yeah, right? do both of them. Yeah, yeah. Give, right, well, I'll, I have three. To, I have you want us to go around? I'll sell our Disney well, choice. Well, I mean, just throw in what you think. So here's here's you just just start us off. Okay, who I think would actually be the best Santa? Who I think the world would just be like? Oh, of course he should be Santa. Jack Black. Oh, yeah. okay. right. that's a really good choice. I like would... everybody. There's not. I can't think of somebody who's just like Jack Black. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't want any more content with him in it. Like people love him. He's a family man. He's within internet culture through Jablinski. He's also been a part of some pretty like a uh, Jumanji. We were talking about mm-hmm. like n- no original IP. Those are not original IP, but those movies <laughs> are pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he's got some recent flicks. He's musical. Yeah. He's like, and he's got the beard. He's got the look. Like he could be. Yeah. And yeah, he I, is graying too. What'd you say? He's getting gray. Yeah, mm, and my yeah. thing is like, I don't think he should play a character. I think he should play Jack Black. Right. And they should just show up on mm-hmm. his doorstep and be like, "You're Santa now," and Kyle just goes with it. <laughs> so, I would like that. <laughs> so that's my like personal. That's my personal choice. Um, get him out of my life. This is James Corden. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Send James Yikes. Corden to the North Pole. But yeah. you're, you're choosing James Corden for kind of the same reasons as Jack Black, but for like bad reasons. So like, I want James Corden's musical, but he's like, he's also huge in he's pop culture. He's kind of the evil Jack Black. Yeah, you think exactly. About him. Yeah, but like. We despise him, and he's just I don't, so annoying. I, I don't want to. I don't want to use the word despise. I despise him. I, I'll be on record, <laughs> Laz, one of the good brothers. I, w- I despise him. I would like to think that I love James Corden enough to let him be baptized by the experience okay. of becoming Santa. Because <laughs> think about it, Tim Allen works for like an awful toy company that's just trying to be like to sell toys to kids and make them super consumeristic, make them like. Horrible, and then he becomes this good guy by becoming Santa. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you watch that movie as a parent, you just see Tim Allen as a super predator. <laughs> but like, I'm yeah. going back to my kid brain. <laughs> like he's super. Like he's like, yeah. If you go back and watch those movies as a parent, it's like, wow, he's a horrible dad. <laughs> like not communicating well. And no wonder everything bad happened. But that said, like I want James Corden to become a. You know, I would rather him. You know, meet what's his face, the uh, the the elf. Bernard, mm-hmm. you know, change his ways and yeah. become a soft-hearted man. Um, and, you know, hopefully not lower the wages of the elf workers mm-hmm. <laughs> and advocate for them to make less money. The okay. nice thing is James Corden, he's already halfway to being Santa, too, because he's... He's British. a big. He's a big guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> British. No, hey, no offense, okay. James Corden. No offense. Yeah, yeah. He's a big okay. bone. I'll give you guys my last one. So this is like the. Uh, this is what I. I the Disney execs, I could see them rolling with it, but this is the most palatable version of it for me, okay? Craig Robinson as Santa Claus. Oh, that's pretty so, good. Craig, great, hilarious man, has, has the sitcom draw, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Was on The Office for years. Um, and I have nothing, I literally was like, I have nothing against this. Like, we get some more inclusivity. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down with Black Santa. Like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I love Craig Robinson. And so I was like, I could see him being somebody that they bring in, and I'd be like, Cool. <laughs> like, let's do it. So that was my Disney choice. What do you guys I, think? I mean, I think I will initially say, I think the obvious answer is you have Bernard v. Santa. I mean. But I don't, but I feel like that's a rabbit hole of maybe a potential video I'm going to be making someday. <laughs> so we'll let that, all those jokes be in that video. Come on. Come on. <laughs> give, give us a taste. Okay. I'm just, just go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I think... I feel like I had an answer. 
I think Sinbad would be good. <laughs> Sinbad. Sinbad is so like good. I think Sin because I was thinking Sinbad would be funny. He's already done a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You bring Sinbad in, he kind of he kind of knocks out both things because we can get rid of Sinbad and we still it's fine. <laughs> it's okay if we get rid of Sinbad, but he also does he does love Wichita. Yes. I think we've addressed this on the podcast before. <laughs> Yeah, I think Sinbad is my final answer. That's <laughs> right. Sinbad for all the reasons. Yes. <laughs> Covers all the bases. For all three. I think Disney would like him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why Why isn't he in the public light? Bring Sinbad back, guys. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Well, I know that you've asked. Uh, my pick... I only have a pick for somebody that I want to uh, curse with the Santa curse. <laughs> Actually, I have a few. <laughs> I mean, for you it could be are they all people that you know <laughs> for all my personal enemies who I will now list <laughs> this is going to be the second hour of the podcast for all of our Patreon um, no I think that uh, Tom Holland he could play it forever and yeah. we would never have to see him again and then uh, maybe his homie Chris Pratt too <laughs> both of them those would both be good picks <laughs> And they're both just so nice. You know, they'd, they'd be good picks. And I would never have to see them again. So Mostly they never have to see <laughs> yeah, them again. Part. That's the main reason. I was going to say Mark Wahlberg, too. But I, kinda, I respect Mark Wahlberg. I respect him. And I would not want to mess with him. I feel like he would uh, maybe rip out my eyes or something. He has I feel a, like he he's has... already been Santa in something. But maybe I'm wrong on that. I could see. He probably was a sexy Santa at some point. <laughs> yeah. For being honest. In was some he, sort of movie. No, Vince Vaughn is Fred Claus. Yeah. yeah. Vince Vaughn? Santa? I would say Vince Vaughn wouldn't be bad because, I mean, I don't want to say anything, but I think him and Tim Allen would get along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll let you interpret that however you want. <laughs> hmm. I like that. I like that pick. John Lovitz? That would be a good sound. I feel good. like we're getting older, though, at this point. Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> uh, the reason I picked Craig is because I feel like he's right at the age that Tim was when he originally became Santa. Mm-hmm. I don't know that, Fair though. enough. I was trying to go for that, like, we got to get some young guy that's Oh, this going has to-, to be the guy who's, like, in 20 years is going to do the new... Yeah, he's going to hand it off oh, to man. the next guy. So John Lovitz, it's like, <laughs> here you go, older yeah. man. <laughs> Being Santa is a little bit like hosting The Tonight Show. You must do it until you die. Yeah. Oh, Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, we could get rid of Jimmy Fallon too. Yeah, hmm. he'd just be laughing. It's too bad there's only one Santa. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wish, wish we could make more people Santa. Yeah, it's too bad we can't have Christmas every month. Okay, we are we are treading very close into my Attack on Titan. Okay, I guess more. Santa is kind of the founding Titan, <laughs> and then we're gonna turn him all yeah. into Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. What about you, Lies? Do you have any uh, Santas in mind? I all my Santas in mind that I was thinking are old people already. So, what is it about? Once you imagine Santa, you can only imagine old guy <laughs> okay. with white beard. The first okay? person I thought Branch of, the, out. and this was someone I think needs to be, like Levi said, baptized. Would be Chevy Chase. <laughs> he needs I think, to be baptized. I think he needs That's to be cleansed. <laughs> I think he needs to be cleansed. He does. He's so, an image clinch. I think he. Yeah, I don't even know where Chevy Chase is right now. So I think anything would like any part he could get would be good for him. Um, yeah. The main thing we're worried about him, and he needs help. So he does need help. That's kind of what I, I want to image lift and hopefully lift his heart because 
been have not heard great things about him. No. As a co-star or just as a person to hang out with. Yeah. He would have to it'd be tough for him because he'd have to work with a lot of kids. So yeah, exactly. Like, that makes it sound like he did something bad. He didn't <laughs> do anything bad with kids. He's it was just, more of just like kids are tough to work with. Yeah. He's just They're not, immature, in my a, opinion. He's not a good hang. <laughs> like that's the first person I thought of. And he kinda I feel like he could do similar he's in like that Tim Allen elk. Like I feel like they have like similar vibe so then i was thinking like a left field one would be like jeff goldblum like being Ooh. santa <laughs> i think he would be quirky santa yeah quirky santa, santa directed by wes anderson oh hmm, wow these are presents hmm, huh, yeah wow, i feel like he would get he would, uh, uh, a ho a ho a ho <laughs> yes exactly uh, these elves mm, uh, milk and uh, cookies mm, uh, i think that'd be an tennis shoes <laughs> interesting little you know i'd I don't want to cut you off. You have more to say, but I feel like I have something. I have a nugget. Okay, you go, and then I'll say my last one. No, you say your last one. Then Is it something that has to do with Jeff Goldblum? Nope. Okay, my last one, uh, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Okay. Oh, no. Sitcom thing. Okay. Um, Just because I feel like he's around the same age as Tim (laughs) Allen and the sitcom. What's his his famous line? How you do? How you do? do? That's what I was thinking, too. That's him asking, are you doing naughty or nice? That's exactly what I was thinking. Nice. I was like, if he comes down the chimney and the kid's there, he goes, how you doing? And then he says, can you go to bed? So, <laughs> God presents. Why are like, you doing a finger gun? Like, you're going like, to... I feel like that's like how... Like Santa's holding a gun. He's like, like oh, where's Chandler? Yeah, where's Chandler? <laughs> right, anyway, that was... Go ahead, Laban. There is someone that is so obvious that is like... It kind of feels like low-hanging fruit. It's someone we all love. It, it is hard because it's like we'd be getting rid of them. They're a huge a huge star. Laz just mouthed it. Has gained some weight recently. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brendan. Yeah. Brendan. It is Brendan. Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser would be such that. a good Santa. Yeah, it actually yeah. is a good choice. And it's, yeah, he's the choice. I'm just glad we went through all of us with none of us saying owl. From, 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 from Richard yeah. Carr. I say I thought you were gonna say Alec Baldwin. I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. I was like that guy could use some rehab. Yeah. So. No, I think I think Brendan Fraser is a great answer. I mean, he is getting up there though in age two. Yeah. So, but I don't know how. I don't even know how. You guys should probably know. You're part of the family. I club. feel like he's like 43. He's older than that. He's older than that. He's, he's got to be 50s. Yeah, he's oh, got to yeah, be right. by now. I'd say 54 years old, probably. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, that genre. 53, very good. See, close. That genre of like um, slapstick, early two thousand slapstick, or is it mid two thousands? You know. Yeah. He could yeah, do that. A little bit of both. Sort of. Uh, George of the Jungle, Dudley Do Right type comedy, and also he does have like he doesn't have a Santa voice, but like he has a cheery voice. Yeah. He when Brandon Frazier gets loud and is crazy, it's the best. Yeah. He's like, what is going on here? You know? I love that. Yeah. Well, if That's you- one of his signature lines. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. George of the Jungle. Yeah, I'm George of the Jungle. What's going on? Yeah. I think Dude, <laughs> earlier, when I was What's talking up? about Craig Robinson, did I say Craig Robinson or Craig Ferguson? You could you say, say Craig, Craig Robinson. Robinson. Just making sure, because I was like, did I almost make the... Ferguson... <laughs> Ferguson would be Ferguson good. Ferguson would be great. <laughs> yeah. But I just realized Craig Robinson's 50 and Ooh, Tim Allen was what? 40 in the movie. Wow. I cannot believe that Craig is is 50. That like he, man. He's been around he's for He's so about, funny. 
Yeah. How but, is he closer in age to our father than us? He feels like one of the boys. Yeah, Craig's one of the boys. Jack, how old is Jack Black? He's, He's gotta be probably this is fifty the part of the as episode well. Where we just Google <laughs> yeah. time. Ages. <laughs> is Jack Black over fifty? Jack Black's probably fifty-two now. Over under fifty-three. <laughs> I think over. I Dude, think you, you nailed it. Fifty-two. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I, I'm just good at telling how old the celebrity is. Yeah. Like, Man, we really also, should probably should go think younger. Also, you when his like first roles were coming in the '90s, like yeah, that was 30 true. years ago now. True, essentially. So it's like if he was in his 20s then, yeah, or or you know, just do your maths. Then so. it's looking like uh, my Tom Holland pick was pretty good, guys. Yeah. That was Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt was good. Chris Pratt nailed but it because even that he's guy, like he's got to be he's 43. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're right. <laughs> Check <laughs> it. Check, Check it. it. Who? Who? Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt, 43. How old is Chris Pratt? Nothing came up. It's a mystery. Nobody yeah. will release it. Chris Pratt age. Sorry. I got to actually type it in. How old did you say? 43. 42. God. Wow. Yeah. wow. I'm always one year off. Hold on. Let's see this. Chevy Actors Chase is like 81. 40. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and list them all. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go ahead. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. That's interesting. Uh, I know JGL. Chevy Chase is 81. Joseph Chris, Gordon. Yeah. How is he 40? Uh, Gauze. This says know, Tom Cruise. That can <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise has been forty. Been 40 yeah. <laughs> he w- or it it's says like Leo and Robert Downey Jr. And this is a bad list. Levi, There's... is it actors that are forty or that have been These forty? Have been 40. <laughs> this says forty year old actors, but I have no idea when this list was made. That's the problem. That's like a two thousand five list. Yeah. Maybe not. Okay, yeah, that's a little too back. Man, far back, but... none of these guys are good. It's wild. Oh, Hayden Christensen. Oh, interesting. The revival. Darth Vader. I hate the snow. Hayden it's so Christensen cold. should maybe be Jack Frost, and yeah. Brandon Fraser can be Santa. There you mm-hmm. go. Two comebacks for the two kings. Well, I'm glad that we got this covered. I think we came up with some good answers for Disney as they're you know figuring this out. Yeah. I have zero faith that this show will actually be made. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be like a. And like five months from now, we're going to hear like, ah, Tim Allen's reboot of Santa Claus has been canceled. Yep. <laughs> so. Sa- uh, Tim Allen tweeted something about evolution again, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen mentioned that why aren't humans evolving? <laughs> you know that Caesar from that movie, <laughs> The Apes? Why isn't that happening? <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> Did they get a real chimp for that? <laughs> Anyways. All right, this has been a long podcast. Laban, good luck editing it. Um, We have hit two weeks in a row. Hope that you guys will stick around with us. And if you didn't like this one, you'll definitely like the next one. So special thanks to uh, Thane Coleman, as always, for letting us use his music for our theme song. It is uh, The Travel Guide. And you should go look us up all their music and buy it and all that fun stuff. Um, Happy birthday, Chandler Seymour, as always. Thanks for being a faithful listener to the show. Anything you guys want to plug before we uh, say bye? Not anything to plug. Just please rate and review the podcast. Spotify now has the feature to rate. So rate it on Spotify if you listen on Spotify. Oh, cool. Yeah. And if you guys could listen to this on one half speed yep. so that we get more listening hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, that's see you next podcast. time. That's, that's it. The, that's the podcast. This has been the podcast. Right. Amen. Amen.